Hi, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Something Else Podcast. My name is Gabriella, and these are my guests. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. My name is Michelle Pinder. My name is Sheldon Pinder. So today, we're talking about marriage as a part of our marriage series, but we're doing it from the perspective of a couple that's been married for 25 years. Mm. <laughs> a quarter of life. But before we get into that, it's the affirmation of the week. These are by Intelligent Change, by the way. Sponsor us if you see this. This one says, I care more about what I think of myself rather than what others might think of me. Interesting. Heavy on the mic because I don't care what y'all got to say. I care what I got to say. <laughs> so I'm really excited for this because, I mean... Like, relationships are such a big topic. There's so many different kinds of relationships. But I really wanted to highlight a relationship that has stood the test of time. Mm -hmm. Indeed. And who not better to have than my two favorite people. <laughs> so um, before we get into it, I kind of want to give the people, like, a brief kind of rundown of, like, how you guys met. Would you like to take that or would you like me to take that? <laughs> met at the club. <laughs> you know, my husband is yeah. hilarious. Right? We actually did meet at a club. Yeah. Don't go. That's not to say you need to go out there to find a husband. I want to never do that. Let me, yeah, let, 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 me, let me just fix that. We were not in Christ then, but that's how we met. Yes. But I instantly knew that he would have been my husband that very first night I met him. And like, how did you know that? Just, um, I don't think I would say it was the Holy Spirit because at the time I didn't know what that was, but somebody just told me this is going to be the man I marry. I'm going to marry. And what's funny is that someone else said it to him before the end of the night to said, don't give her a wrong phone number because that could be your wife. And I almost give her the wrong phone number. On purpose? Yeah. I didn't come there to look for a woman. I came <laughs> there to so enjoy myself. Funny. Yeah. More in the book to come. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay, so... This is like a part of, you know, the whole spiel. So, of course, you guys met when you guys were younger. Do you guys remember like around what age you guys were? Oh, boy. Mm, oh, that tw um, early 20s. 20. Very, very early 20s. 23, I kinda, 24. I really want to know, like, how did you know that you guys were meant for, like, what were the signs? Like, no, she said that, not me. How did you know that? You know, I, that night, yes, but as time progressed, Okay. Uh, the friendship, the we had a very good friendship. You know, I could call him, tell him anything. Someone's around the car, come fix my car, or um, mm -hmm. just friendship. We'd hang out. We spent the first time we talked on the phone. We fell asleep on the phone. Yeah, you fall asleep. And what is your take? Like, do... yeah, what's your take, Mister Pinder? My <laughs> take on what? All like of... you guys meeting? Like, did you like? Me? I okay, said, she like I said before, I. I didn't come to the club to meet nobody. I came to the club to enjoy the club. I didn't come to say I'm going to pick up a girl or stuff like that. I just came to enjoy myself. He's right. You know? And and through that process, um, we met and danced. and All night. And then... Um, my, <laughs> my sister... Husband, now with my brother-in-law, he was there. He's the one who told me not to give it a wrong number. And so I funny. did give it a wrong number. I had to retract that and give it the right number. <laughs> yep. And they weren't married yet. Everybody's yeah. a young, single. Nobody's yeah. married. 
Oh, they're married now, yeah. yeah. So for you guys, was there ever like a time before you guys were married that you guys spent time apart? Like, how did you guys come together and like rekindle? Like, what's that process look like? Wow. Well, um, young. Me personally, um, didn't want no commitment. Okay. Um, oh, y'all gonna drink on that for me? <laughs> um, didn't know what love really was. Or understood love. You know, um, couldn't receive love. Uh, could not accept it. Could not. Um, just could not embrace when somebody being very good to towards you. Yeah. You know, that was difficult for me personally. And how did you overcome that? Well, to be honest with you, when I, when I got saved and um, committed my life to Christ, through that process of Christ showing me love, that caused my heart to open up to receive love. Okay. If that never happened to me, um, I don't think I, I could uh, embrace love because I couldn't understand it. You know, you know, when you're being rejected um, all your life, it's, it, 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 the rejection become like a, a cement on your heart. Yeah. You know, so that's what happened. And Christ broke that cement. Now, oh, yeah. That is so funny. So, like, what was your take on it? Like, during that time apart, like, so, you know, what were your thoughts? So, definitely, um, I knew he loved me, but I knew he couldn't show it. Okay. But his way of showing that he cared, it doesn't matter how many times I say I love you, it was it was never responding back of I love you. Okay. His thing was doing things, always being there. But uh, there was a time of separation, back to your question, there was a time of separation that we I, I decided I was giving my life back to the Lord and I wasn't going to go, I wasn't going to stay with him. So, um, you know, the, during that whole process of me returning back to Christ and, you know, I invited him to church once. Uh, there was an evangelist in town, and um, during that course of that crusade, he got saved. And life was different from after that, because I'll tell you that if, after Christ with him, he's a totally different person. The, the um, Even today, just the way he is, his heart is just so soft. Um, it's, it's a different man, different person. So even to accept who he was in that transition, but I knew that uh, we could not have gotten married in that condition. The marriage would not have lasted. No, definitely, right? You agree no. with that? Yeah, we could not have gotten married then. So, even if we had pushed through that negative, that said, "Yeah, we want to be together," it would not. It would have been very toxic. Now that you guys mentioned that, that kind of makes me want to dig into, kind of like the saying, "If it's meant to be, it'll be." Because mm-hmm. you know, especially in this day and age, we see a lot of couples who they are holding on so tight to something that they don't want to let it go in fear that it may never may come back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So how did you get over the fear of like, I really love this person. Mm-hmm. I want to be with this person. Like what if they never come back? Like where did that sense of, okay, if it is what it is, if it's meant to be, it'll be. I think it was me just transitioning my focus off for him and put it more on God. Like I, I wasn't, I didn't want to sit and pine away. I'm like, Oh, I want to be each other. And I want to go see him or, I, I just got very involved. Like I 
got involved in my, my ministry that I was involved in at the time and just take my focus off of him. Because I had said, if, you know, there's a saying that it, it set the thing set it free and if it's meant to be, it'll come back to you. There's a saying about that. And I was like, I said that. I said, if it's meant to be, it'll come back to me. You know, and um, it, I, I knew that I was the right person for him. Mm-hmm. He just needs to recognize that I was the right person for him. Gotcha. And then from your point of view, did you, do you agree with this? Or was it like, I'm not really focused on that. Were you just kind of doing your own thing? Doing my own thing. Okay. I made up my mind. I was going to get my own place. I was in the process of that. I stopped partying. I stopped doing a lot of things that others was really doing. And I just was saving and stuff like that. But she tricked me. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Okay. <laughs> How did I trick you? She, she, uh, she tricked me by introducing me to the 401k. And then she tricked me by introducing me to partner. That I throw hand, but I didn't know she was doing it for me to buy a house. <laughs> that is so funny, and that that's is a good funny, idea. That's real. Right, thank, thank, so, what did you say, Gabby? And that's a good idea. Thank you. It was a good idea, but I, I and I embraced it and I did it, you know, and um, that's how we got this home. In the process, the long term process of it. And so. 25 years later, mm-hmm. what are some things, what are five things that you guys have learned over the years? Like your top five. Hmm. You go. Top five. Or top five lessons. Oh, boy. It could be um, about anything. Communication. You're going to always hear that cliche communication at the end of a relationship, but it's communicate, there's different levels of communication also. Mm-hmm. But definitely communication. Um, spending quality time together. And friendship. Friendship. If you don't have a friendship, if it's always you with your girlfriends here, this guy friends, you have to have a friendship. I'm not saying you can't have friends, but you have to be friends because um, that can really put a wedge. So communication, um, Mm -hmm. being friends. Mm -hmm. I believe um, you have to grow together. Yeah. Spiritually and physically. Because sometimes what happens in the long term of people in relationship, they end up growing apart. Or one don't grow, mm-hmm. and one grow, and that causes strain. But if you try to grow together, you know what I'm saying. That I, I really believe that, 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 that that's a key, you know, and um, that's love each other. Love is the key because yeah. love will conquer everything. And love you is know. love is the, the love is more more of the you commit to love. You don't mm-hmm. wake up every day. Oh God, I'm happy I'm married. There are yeah. days you're like, do I really want to do this? But mm-hmm. you have a commitment yeah. to love. Yeah, exactly. And that's where I think it's the the, the you ask for longevity in marriage, uh, a commitment to love. Yeah. So that's four. And plus, I came from a heritage of I saw my grandparents married for seventy plus years until death. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw my parents married for forty plus years until my father passed away. So um, that's the legacy that I have. You know, so I, I know that if I was committed, I'm going to make it work. Well, I didn't have that legacy. Right. Okay, my yeah. mother was never married. My grandmother was divorced. Um, uncles was divorced. Mm-hmm. So I never saw no really good role model in marriage. Yeah. And I made up in my own personal mind, I will never get married. You know, and never say never. <laughs> He's right. Never say never. But um, um, when it happened, I'm a person that 
when I make a commitment, I stick with my commitment. I don't care how bad it gets. That's just me. I, I stick with it. You know, if you want to go, you can go. But that's on you. It's not going to be on me. You know, so I try to stick with my commitments. So you, we have our top go. five then. That's we it. have communication, mm-hmm. love, growing together, yeah. um, commitments. commitments. Mm-hmm. And there was one more and I had. Friendship. 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 Yeah. That's correct. Friendship. Yep. And in this society, we mm-hmm. all know mm-hmm. how finicky our feelings can be. Like, <laughs> like especially for the newer generation. Like, I don't mean to put my generation out there, but there's a lot of, oh, I feel, or <laughs> I just too I much just feel. feel type away. I just feel, I feel, I feel. Get out of your feelings. Your feelings are lying to you. Um, but how important, like you just mentioned that oftentimes love is a choice cause you're not always going to feel it. Mm-hmm. Like I think people look at couples who have been married for 25 years and like, Oh my God, they're in so in love. But I bet like on the 16th year, they were like, uh, uh-uh, I'm not feeling this man. Like of year one, no, it's 16 year one, year, year seven, one year one for me. Yeah. And seven yeah, and seven was rough, but no, I was six, six and going into seven. Yeah. Um, you're right. Growth. It's growth. You got to grow growth. together. Gotta if you're together. not growing together, you, you, someone's, it's a choice. It's a choice. But I'm barring a lot of other issues. I know that people are going to watch this and say, you didn't go through what I went through. There's also, uh, you don't know what I've been through or you don't know what I've gone through, but there's resources there, but it's a commitment to a marriage. It's a commitment. It's a commitment. You know, and marriage is... It's, it's not it's, easy. It's, it's, it's tough. Mm-hmm. And it's wrong with people. And you cannot go into marriage trying to change somebody. Amen. That's that's where the biggest problem is. Mm-hmm. The people are going to go into marriage and they want to change the female. Or the female trying to change the male. Mm-hmm. That's not going to work. Work on you and everything else will fall in place. Did you hear what he said? <laughs> Did you hear what he said? Work on yourself and everything will fall into place. Yes. Yeah. So how did you, how do you get out of the, I don't feel like, cause I know that there's a process that you kind of have to work through. Cause me, I know if I don't feel like doing something, I'm not doing it. Right. So how do you get over that hump? Like what be- do you be- do? Because, okay. It's a condition of the mind and the heart. There's a lot. You don't feel, do you feel like getting up to go to work every day? This is true. But you <laughs> do get up to go to work, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a choice. So you can overcome the feeling by making the right choice and doing the right thing. Because it's like somebody who makes a choice to do the wrong thing and consciously knows they're making the choice to do the wrong thing. That means they have a feeling and they're led to do that wrong thing, right? So um, getting over the feeling, it's not easy, but it's a commitment. It's a, it's a mindset. Okay, I really don't want to do this, but I know I must do this. Mm-hmm. In order for me to get from A to B, I have to go through a little bit of problems, but I know that if I get through that, I'll be better off on side on on this side of B. You know, so it, you have to make up in your mind that you're going to, you know, I'm not everything has not been peaches and cream in our marriage, but again, the commitment. You know, people have asked us if our marriage is real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've had that question because you, it just can't be real because you guys still enjoy each other. I said, yeah, 25 years later, I look at my husband and say, honey, you fine. Because he, but he is fine. <laughs> That's how it should be. That, but many people can't do that because they're really not happy. Yeah, that's true. I think that there's a highlight of a lot of negative marriages and negative romantic relationships in society that it really overshadows genuine relationships. There you go. 
That's true. That is very true. And, it's a, and there is a, um, there is, you don't see a demonstration of that. People are hype up, oh, a picture that looks like black love, but it's like, are you behind closed doors and talking to that couple to say how they're really getting along, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, there, there is, there is, it's a, it's a, come in, the, come in our homes. You, you've seen us, so. I've seen the real. Because some of y'all, which y'all seen on TV, is not the real. Behind closed doors, who are these people? Um, and over the years, like, what are some things that you guys have learned um, through each other? Like, new passions or hobbies? Well, fast car driving. Oh. I got that from him. Me? No way. You don't got that from me. You, that, you, your foot was ever heavy. <laughs> what have I gotten into from you? You've gotten traveling from me. Yes. Because I love to travel. She loved to travel. Yeah. So that's something that he's um, gotten to. What? New food. food. Yeah, trying new foods. Try new yeah, food. we're foodies. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, we like to try new food and new restaurants and yeah. go out. High-end restaurant. <laughs> mm. oh. There is nothing wrong with high-end restaurants. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. With it. Thank you. Yes, something wrong with it. It burns the pocket a little bit. Yeah, we don't do it if you can't afford it. <laughs> oh, um, I mean, traveling is one. Mm. F- going out to eat. Mm. Uh, what else have we learned from each other? I mean, I'm into I'm into cars. I mean, we're into cars. That's something I got from him. Like mm. I never used to go to car shows. I go to car mm. shows. Mm-hmm. So I'm very much into cars, like nice cars or mm-hmm. fast cars. So that's from him for sure. Mm-hmm. I used to be outside watching him um, fix cars late at night. Mm. <laughs> late at night and you learn these things through your partner these mm-hmm. different new interests um these different passions mm-hmm. how important is individuality because i know people get into marriages they get into these unions and they lose themselves mm. well to be That's honest a good with you for him to answer um i really try to leave space for her to do her own little thing you know what i'm saying because she, she's an old-going type of person. I'm not. I'm all laid back. You know, she'll, I'll sit at the table if we go to an event, <laughs> and she'll walk the whole room with people, you know. And I'll just sit, and that's just me. I'm cool with that. I don't have a problem with that, you know. But um, I allow her to do her thing, you know. And I believe you have to allow people to spread their wings, you know. I, I will never clamp down on her, and she pushed me. One thing with her, I can say that um, if anything that I want to do, she supports me 199%. Even if I fail. That's the truth. And I do the same for her. Mm -hmm. You know? So it's all about trying and doing. And if you fail, you get me help. Pick up each other Mm -hmm. and push each other. Yep. That's all it is. Because marriage is like a relay. Yeah. I'm going to get tired one day and I have to pass the baton to her. Then she kick it over. Then she get tired. She pass the baton to me. Then I kick it over. You know? So, you know, it has its ups and downs. But at the end of the day, you have to make up your mind that if this is the person that you made that vows to. Mm-hmm. And that's what I keep in back of my mind. Mm-hmm. The vows that I made, not to her, but to God. Amen. And then if I, have to, if I honor God, I have to honor her. There you go. That's so true. If you honor God, mm-hmm. you, you honor can't her. dishonor your wife right. or your spouse. Mm-hmm. 
And that's so true. I was watching another podcast and the girl mentioned that she's looking for a man who has belief in someone higher than himself because it's something to make the vows to a person. Mm -hmm. But when you make the vows to God, you don't want to let God down. So automatically you don't let the person down. Mm -hmm. So character is important. Yes. Yes. Character Character is is very, very important. (laughs) It's very important. Very, very important. You know, that's very important, but definitely in this marriage, I believe that I'm not stifled. Some women can feel like they're stifled. I don't feel like I'm stifled. Um, I don't, not, that doesn't mean I don't honor him. Uh, or submit to his authority, but that, that's a, but I I'm not stifled, definitely not stifled. I'm allowed growth. He's allowed growth. We grow together. Yeah, yeah because the biggest growth I think um, that we have made, and especially for her in her life, is when we um, when she made the decision. We sat down and um, she saw an opportunity to go to Vegas, and we sat down and we discussed it. You mm-hmm. know, it was it was a hard decision to make. Yes, because my wife is not here and she's in the next state. It was a different time zone. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And um, and I I say, I will support you. If this is what you wanted to do. You feel as though this is going to carry you to another level. Okay, we can do this. We're not going to die. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, you know, made a decision that she'll come back every um, um, two, 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 two times out of the week or whatever. Two, two times a month. Two mm-hmm. times a month sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it worked. Mm-hmm. It worked. You know? But you have to make that commitment. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, and come on, let's be realistic. I mean, and she's in Vegas. She could do whatever she wanted to do. I'm here. I could do whatever I wanted to do. But I made a commitment to her. Mm-hmm. You know? And I stick with that. And that's what's wrong with people. People's words are not their word anymore. Mm. Yeah. Their word are not bound anymore. And, you know, that really kind of allows me to kind of highlight like you mentioned room for growth and allowing this person to be because sometimes i feel like when we get into relationships or we get into marriage we hold on to this person so tight like now you're my person you can't go anywhere mm-hmm. but in order for a relationship to really last um this just high that you have to have freedom mm-hmm. and just trust that the person is going to be the person mm-hmm. that you've known them to be to yeah. be the core yeah. mm-hmm. so lost my train of thought (laughs) so from your guys standpoint Mm -hmm. what are some values and beliefs that should be discussed before marriage wow values and beliefs i what should be talked about Mm -hmm. well to be honest Mm. you really need to be talking about um if you're going to be real and you have to be real because this person is going to be you're going to be committed to. Um, finance is going to be one of them. Mm-hmm. Credit is going to be another one. You know, debt is going to be another one. Because you don't want to go to marry with somebody with a bag of debt. Then when you get married, that's a problem. Because now you can't get a house, you can't get a car. You know, they're, they're things, you mm. know. Um, whether they want to have children. Whether they want to have children. Um, whether they can have children. Because some people go to marriage and they really can't have children. They lie. Um, if they have any internal disease, um, their faith. Their faith. Yeah. You know, what, what they believe in. Is, you know. Um, that's and their aspiration. What are their goals? Mm-hmm. What do you want? Is Where do you see yourself in five, five years? years? 
three to five, you, you have to, because if it doesn't align with where you see yourself, then you can't bring somebody who doesn't want to go in that direction to for growth. Mm-hmm. Again, growth. It's going to be right? a problem. It's going to be a problem. Because some people are not prepared for your growth. That's so true. Yeah. I think that when sometimes when people get together, they're like, oh, he's always been this person. Mm-hmm. Maybe he won't be that person the next 15 years. Yeah. Correct. And some people get used to kind of, oh, he's always worked general manager at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And now he's in corporate America CFO. And now you're like, wait a second. When did that happen? What happened to you? Mm-hmm. Now you're walking here with a suit. He was wearing T-shirts before, buddy. Yeah. But, like, what are some examples of, like, different values, different beliefs that you guys were looking for in each other? Mm. Like, what did you see? Kindness. Well, I, me personally, she... She was, she was not an ordinary girl. She was different. Y'all listening? Okay. Yeah. Most girls came to the club half naked. <laughs> she came to the club dressing sharp. Not things showing. Not looking vulgar. And I think that's what caught my eye. You know, she was different. She, she was like a, like, like a, a, a flower in the midst of all them thorns. Mm. She was just different from everybody else, you know? And um, that, that, that really, that, that, that's what really caught me, that, that, that right there. And um, she's sharp. She's bright. She's a bright, bright woman. Woman full of wisdom. She's wise. Um, she's strong. Mm-hmm. But when she break down, she break down. You <laughs> that's how it is with strong people. Yeah, and they break down, they break down. You know, but um, they're the catcher. But um, and what a lot of people might misunderstand with her, she don't tolerate lies. Oh, yeah. That, that do something internally uh. to her. She's a woman that if you wanna if you wanna hear truth, you can come to her. And she'll be sometimes too brutal, <laughs> but honest. You know? But I, I she's evolved from that because now I see the wisdom and how she presents honesty to people now is not as brutal like how she used to be before. And with that, oh, we gonna see with part two. We gonna see with part two because we need to get her reply. We need to get hers. I was like, she hooking to me. Okay, but we're gonna see when part two, guys. Like, comment, and subscribe to this video. You can find us at the Something Else Podcast. Would you guys like to share your socials? Oh, my social media is. Um, yes, I would like to share. <laughs> I I am Mrs. Pinder on Instagram IG handle. And also um, Healthy Life Legacy Ooh. on Instagram for Mr. Pinder. Mm-hmm. And like his Pastor Sheldon Pinder Facebook page, please. We'll be tagging. And we yes. will see you guys in part two. Yeah. Bye. 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 <laughs>